Welcome to theancientpathways.com. I'm Donna. And I'm Derek. And we're glad you've decided to join us today. And let's explore the ancient pathways together. Come on. See you there. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Here we are again. The Ancient Pathways. Back on board. How are you, Donna? <laughs> oh, I'm well, thanks, Derek. How the are other you today? host of the program. <laughs> <laughs> well, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, actually. Yeah, uh, sitting across from the, uh, the in our studio mm. um, with our on, ironing board. Yeah, ironing board studio. Set up we with call it boxes on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's our basic recording studio. Blankets and cushions and things surrounding us. Anyway, it's good to be back, <laughs> and uh, we've got a, a new message. Don, yeah. what, what are we doing? Well, this is a. This is a really important message today. Mm. Um, Sounds important. Well, you know, we are going to talk about God's love. Yes. And in in a funny little way that kind of, if I heard someone say that, I'd probably go, oh, here we go again. Mm. But (laughs) love, 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 God's love, God's love. But this is... This has been a little bit of a epiphany to me, I suppose, mm. in relation to God's eternal purpose, which we've yeah. really just scratched the surface on in our previous episode, uh, The Two Gardens. Mm. And, yeah, I, I think it's really important. I mean, the whole purpose, obviously, of what we're doing is to share the Lord's eternal purpose and to share Christ and, mm. you know, God willing, that ears and eyes will be open to just see how glorious he is, yes, and that we as a church are part of this amazing purpose that is in God's heart. Yes. So it is really important for us to understand his purpose. Mm. Um, so then I ask, well, why? You know, why is it important? So I see the importance of it is that it actually it answers all those identity questions. Mm, absolutely. Now, like yeah. I, I did a Christian counseling course many years ago, right? Okay. Um, has a long, long time ago. And, mm-hmm. but they spoke about people's worldview. Yeah. In that course. And, um, you know, you've got humanism, all these mm. sorts of different kind of worldviews. Yes. And, but they were all based on the, on the questions of who am I? Yeah. Where did I come from? Mm. What am I doing here? And where am I going? Mm. Which was really interesting. And so you can see, you know, people's perspectives is all based really on those questions. Mm. And to me, knowing God's purpose answers all those questions. Yes, absolutely. It tells me why I'm here, where I came from. I came from God. (laughs) Why am I here? I'm here to express his son. Mm. Um, Where am I going? I'm going to be with him Mm. in eternity. Mm. And so, yes, so the whole purpose is really the crux of of our Christian faith, Mm. knowing why we're here and what we're on about. Yeah. So it's a whole identity thing. And the other thing is that knowing his eternal purpose puts mm. Christ at the center. Yeah. And keeps him at the center. Yeah, that's right. Because I think, you know, we've talked about it heaps before how the church just goes off on tangents. Yeah, exactly. And, and like we might start, like so many movements or whatever, mm. or denominations or what have you have started with mm. Christ at the center. Mm. But after a while, he just one little degree off mm, that yeah, center. Yeah. It's like a dartboard, you know, in the middle. It's, yes. it's on target. But as it goes out towards the, the edge, mm. 
And um, so knowing his eternal purpose really keeps Christ at the center all the mm. time. Yeah. And so therefore it's the measurement that, that we use, you mm. know, to weigh up what we're doing. Mm. What am I doing with my life? You know, um, what are my plans? What are my decisions? Mm. It gives me a, Something to come back to to align yeah. all of those things with. Yeah, that's right. It's it's, all, it's almost like the fact that the eternal pope, eternal purpose, the eternal pope, pope <laughs> eternal pope. <laughs> now we're not Catholics. <laughs> we're not preaching Catholicism here. Please, <laughs> please don't think that. <laughs> but uh, eternal popeness, the eternal purpose of the Lord. Yeah. Is um, it? It's it's like a lens, isn't it? In a, if yeah. you're looking through a camera or a telescope or something like that, and it's like it's blurry mm. because we've, it's now focusing at a dip, a different depth. The mm. focus, if 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 we were looking at the thing with the telescope or binoculars or whatever yeah. we're looking through, yeah. has is out of focus. But we were actually, if we turned the binoculars or telescope towards the thing that was. Um, within the depth range of that focus, yeah. it would come into focus. Yes. But yeah. the fact is that the eternal purpose is what we're looking at. And so we're focusing, we're adjusting those things to come back on to the very thing that God's looking at. Mm. But we're looking at other things mm. and so therefore we're out of focus. Yeah, yeah. We're out of focus. And yeah. so it hits, it's like it, it aligns those lenses within the telescope of binoculars and aligns them perfectly to the point of mm. where clarity comes yeah. to our spirit. Yeah. When we're looking at Amen. the thing that God is looking at, Clarity mm. comes to our spirit. It's like mm. what Jesus said, if our eye is dark, then our whole body is dark. Yeah. Our spirit is in darkness because yeah. we're not walking in the light yeah. that Christ has claimed to be. Yeah. He says, I am the light of the world. And therefore, if we walk with him, we walk in that light. Yeah. And so it's the same with the, the eternal purpose, that when we have our eye fixed upon the Lord, and on Christ as the center yeah. of God's heart and the mm. very central theme of God's eternal purpose, light fills our being. Mm, amen. And, uh, yeah, yeah, and our focus, and that focus becomes clear in our spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, um, oh, I forget, is it in Jeremiah? Where does it talk about the plumb line? Ezekiel. That's Ezekiel, Ezekiel, yeah, in the house. Yeah. yeah, and like Christ is the plumb line. He is, absolutely. And so... Yeah, just what you're saying, Christ as the center. Mm, he's of, the measuring rod and right. the plumb line. So yeah. everything is weighed up. Against him. And and mm. I might have even said it in the last episode, I can't remember because I, I say this often, that just having that measurement yeah. makes life easier, yes. makes it more simple, not mm. easier, <laughs> but simple. Yeah, yeah. Because I've only got one reference point. Exactly. All the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a myriad of reference points to weigh things up and I'm mm. not left in my own wisdom to weigh things exactly, up. Exactly, yes. Christ is my measurement. It just answers that. So just talking about all why it's so important for us as the church and as God's people to understand uh, even just the tiniest glimpse, like I just have the tiniest granule of understanding into his eternal purpose. But the other thing that is leading into what we're talking about today is the fact that Knowing God's eternal purpose actually reveals who God is, mm. um, and I and I suppose that's been an ongoing, growing thing that I feel personally that I'm beginning to walk in, mm. because anything can become a burden, right? Mm. 
because that's our human nature. Mm. We just can take anything of God's mm. and turn it into a weight. Like yeah. I said, we start off Christ-centered. Yes. But after time, we just go we one drift. degree off and we're out. Start drifting yeah. as soon as we lose focus. <laughs> we're out there in la-la land, in religion land. So, yeah, just knowing that he's all about his son, that he's all about love and inviting us into the relationship of the Godhead to express his son, it just begins to show me who God is. Mm. And I don't think... You know, I've been a Christian since I was six, but I, I really think that I've had a lack of true revelation into mm. God's love, mm. truly. Mm. You know, like what you are just saying with the binoculars. Mm. I think I've, my focus has just been a little bit out. The mm. depth the depth just hasn't been quite on target, you know. Mm. I know God loves people, loves other people. He loves me. Mm. I accept all of that. I know yeah. that. Yeah, But seeing further into his purpose, into why I exist, why the church exists, yes. why we are here, shows me who he is and it actually reveals that he has an enormous, enormous love for us mm. that is beyond what I could ever have imagined. Mm. And I have no understanding mm. of that. The, the fact that I feel God has just shown me the tiniest little thing that shows me that I haven't had an understanding of his love, blows mm. me away, kind of mm. like opens up a whole new realm for mm. me to to look into and to see this incredible love um, because, you know, the scriptures say God is love. Mm. That's he right. Yeah, it's not separate from him. Not separate. It's, not, it's, it's a love is him. Yeah, love is him. Um, i just got a scripture here, 1 John 4, 8. Whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. For God is love. 1 John 4, 6. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in them. God is love. That's who he is. So the mm. fact that he has this purpose mm. shows me that it's come out of love. Because mm. it's like if I have a purpose... Yep. It's come out of who I am. Yes. So it's come out of my being. Yes. So God having a purpose, yeah. that purpose flows out from him, from his love, yes. which is who he is. Yes. And so, therefore, he everything he does, because he is love, everything he does is motivated by love. Yeah, that's right. He's not this... He's the expression of love. He is the expression. He's, yeah. it's ex he's expressing who he is, love. Mm. The expression love, is love. Love, love. And it's an amazing thing that that, start, that starting point is God himself. Yeah. And it's like if God started with a purpose, then the purpose would seem more important and bigger than him. Yeah, exactly. But the purpose started in God. Yep. And therefore, it's like that then has become him. It's it's who he is. It's mm. conceived out of love. It's mm. like, you know, when we conceive children, they are conceived out of love. And yeah. so in the same light as God wanted to extend the community of love, it was conceived 
out from him. It yeah. came from the substance of who he is, the, yeah. the essence of his nature yeah. and his being. Yeah, it's not separate from him. No. And I think that um, for myself personally, I just must have so much religion so <laughs> deeply embedded me because even though I've experienced so much freedom in coming to see his eternal purpose, I think that there's still a part of me that has made it a works mm. um, without even being aware of it. Like, you know, now that I know the Lord's eternal purpose, then that's what I live for. That's, mm. you know, that's my pursuit, etc., mm. etc. Et um, but seeing that it actually just flows out of love, then I begin to understand that his purpose isn't separate mm. um, and it's not a works thing. It's yes, not like God right. has gone... I have I have an eternal purpose in my heart, like before creation, right? It's not like he's gone, I've got an eternal purpose in my heart. Uh, I need to achieve this purpose. Mm. So how will I achieve it? Okay, let's make humanity mm. and then and then that will help me achieve my purpose. Yes. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, like it's right. not like he did it that way. It's like there's God in eternity past who is love. There's just there's love yeah. sitting in eternity past. Yes. There's the father loving the son, the son loving the father, and it's all being transferred through the Holy Spirit. There's just a vessel of love, yes. this community of love, and just increasing and increasing and increasing, and out of that increasing, like an overpouring, like the seams about to burst. Mm. And out of that, God says, let us make man in our image. Mm. That's right, yeah. Let us make man in our image. Yes. That's so that's so different yeah. to I have a purpose, so let's make man so that my purpose can be fulfilled. Mm. To me, I think that's maybe where I've been a little bit, you know, and seeing it maybe still in a bit of a works thing. Okay, yeah. That we were um, conceived in the mind of God to achieve his purpose. Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Yeah. Instead of being conceived out of his love. Yeah. And that his purpose is part of who he is. Yeah. So it's all one and the same. Yeah. And the fact that his love for us mm. is the reason that we're part of his purpose. Mm. We're not an afterthought. We're not a sideline. Mm. We're part of his purpose because he loves us. Mm. And his love for us mm. and his nature is that he wants to share he wants to share his history, his mm. life, mm. his experience, his being. He wants to share that with us. Mm. So even though Christ has accomplished everything mm. for God in mm. that, you know, when he died, he said, it is finished. Yes. So it is all accomplished in Christ. Yes. And it even says that in Ephesians 3, mm. you know, um, about his eternal purpose. And now that through the church, mm. you know, the manifold wisdom of God, would be displayed mm. in the heavenly realms, which is accomplished in Christ. Yes. So it's already accomplished. Yeah. But we walk it out now because God wants us to be part of it. Yeah, yeah. Part of it. He didn't want to be separate to us and have everything wrapped up and done outside of us. Yes. He wanted us that's to right. part of and it. And I think that's why, you know, when you, when you consider... Um, Paul's statement, a little statement where he says, in Christ. Mm. So that we have been through the fall. Yeah. We're separated from God. We what? were, we were lost from yeah. that intention. Yeah. And now through 
what Christ did, we were put back into yeah. him. Yes. Into him, into mm-hmm. that the seed of his intention, the very essence and, and who he is as a as love. Yeah. So yeah, it says we were um a were dead in our sins and we were separated from God, cut yeah, off. Yeah, that's right. And so therefore we were outside of mm-hmm. the, the original intention of yeah. um, cut off without God and without hope in yeah, the world. Yeah. And uh, we were darkened and, uh, and excluded mm-hmm. from the promises of God. Mm-hmm. And um, we, we have now been brought back into him. Yep. And so therefore we are now in Love itself in the presence of love and the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts now because of that very thing. Yeah, that's right. And we are now one with him in Christ and Christ in us. Mm. Mm. Um, And that is his expression of his love, isn't it? When mm. Jesus prayed that we would be one with him as he is one with the Father. Yeah. And so it just uh, reminds me of... You know when Jesus met the Samaritan woman yeah. by the well, yeah. and um, and he spoke to her and revealed himself to her, and she went back to the village and she told everyone about him, mm. and they all came racing back mm-hmm. to him, and at that time the disciples returned from where they'd been, and when Jesus saw them, he said to he turned to his disciples and he said, "Look, the fields are white for harvest." Mm. Open your eyes, yeah. he said to them. And and in that I just see Jesus just kind of living in that realm of his father's mm. in that moment mm. that this is my father's will. Mm. He goes on there in, I think it's in Book of John, one of the early chapters anyway, he goes on about uh, in that section that he's, that he's come to do his father's will. Mm. And he says, for my father's will is that everyone who looks to the son and believes in him shall have eternal life. Mm, yeah, and so yeah. there's this beautiful moment where he sees people coming to him, yes. looking to the sun. Yes. And he turns to his disciples and he says, "Look, open your eyes. The mm. field is white for harvest." And it's another, it's another moment of him expressing the love that the Father has for us, yeah, yeah. that the Godhead has for us. Yes. Just sharing in that joy and that love mm. that. Here it is. This is why I came. I mm. came because the Father, this is the Father's will. Yes. That everyone who looks to the Son is given eternal life. Mm. Yeah. So and how so how do we know then that his eternal purpose is motivated by love? So when we look at Ephesians one, like you said before, mm. we were chosen in Christ from the beginning, from before creation, and we were given redemption, forgiveness. He lavished us with the riches of his grace and he's made his mystery known to us. Mm. Like that's just all love. Like yeah. he's not kept anything from us. No, that's right. Yes, he's uh yeah, re- revealed the very secrets of his own yeah. heart. And um yeah, that's what Paul said that the mystery has now been revealed. Yeah. Yeah, I was just um the other day for our listeners, we have a an open kitchen. This is just a nice little picture, very simple picture, but it kind of got my attention the other day. The whole back wall is it, like the splashback. The whole wall is red. It's red glass. Yeah. And um, I've never been a fan of red, really. Mm-hmm. But uh, when we moved in here, I thought, oh, I brace the red and went and bought a red soda stream and a red vacuum and <laughs> some red things to sort of <laughs> embrace the to change. Red it up a bit. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> um, Get ready for living here. That's right. But just looking at it the other day, I just kind of caught a little picture of God's eternal purpose in the way that it is an extension of, it's a result of, it's the overflow, it's the expression of God's love. Mm. It's not the other way around. Yeah. In the fact, like, so the the wall, the back wall of the kitchen being red to me was just like a picture of his love. Yeah. And the blood shed mm. by his son. So there's there's the father son yes. expression yeah. there. And all the rest of the kitchen it's is like the backdrop, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Because that's what it is, yeah. yeah. All the rest of the kitchen is flowing out of that. Mm. Um it's an open kitchen mm. and and it's the centre of the house. Mm. Really, like on the, in yes, the display of this house. Yeah, exactly. It's in the centre. where your eyes initially draw yep. when you look around, you go, wow. You walk in the door, <laughs> there's the kitchen, and, yeah. you're, and they're living Getting around. red eyes and, from the red wall. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, you know, so the kitchen is where food is prepared. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's like the Lord preparing yeah. preparing for That's us the hub. there it's the hub of the home like yeah. of the lord's house yeah. so he's etern- so looking at the kitchen as being the eternal purpose it's where the fridge is it's where the food is yeah. it's where the food is prepared it's yeah. where it's served raid the fridge yep it's where people come and they sit and they partake of the food that's mm. been prepared there. Yeah. Um, it's the overflow. It's the expression of the food mm. because that's where, you know, you serve it over the counter. That's mm. um, where the drink comes from, the tap of that flows freely with ever-ready supply of water. Mm. Um, it's a hub of life and activity, isn't yeah, it? It's like, you it know, everybody can, congregates there. Like, I mean, when you're having mm. people over and you're having a party or something like that, it's the flow the in and out. There's, um, you know, I remember somebody doing a heat map, you know, on yep. what parts of the house are actually used most. Yep. Well, there it is right there. Absolutely. It's the hub of the home and everybody goes there and, and then disperses into other places. But there's a yep. higher amount of activity occurring within that part of the house, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, you know? exactly. Mm. So it's just like a little picture of mm. of God's eternal purpose. That's what he. That's what he's about. You know, that is the hub of his, yes. of his life. Um, Central, yeah. and but it's motivated by his love. Yeah, yeah. At the, at the backdrop of all of that is his love, and mm. it, it's an extension of his love. Mm. Um, I think that's the thing, you know. Like when you think of this whole thing, and um, I suppose just trying to uh, make that clear, because like you said at the very beginning, you know, we've all, always said, you know, God loves us. Yeah, mm. you know, God loved. It's not. In, in getting the emphasis correct, and I suppose yeah. in the sense that we have always heard the message, God loves us, God loves us, God loves us, God loves us, until yep. the cows come home. Yeah, God loves you, so do I. cows are still not home yet. <laughs> um, they're still coming over the hill somewhere. And, and, and so what we've done is we've de-emphasized the main emphasis yeah. of where all of this started. Mm-hmm. So we've made it about us. Yeah. Rather than it coming from the heart of and the and the essence of who, who God is, is yes, we've exactly. made it about us. God loves us. God loves us. Yeah, God loves yeah. us. God loves us. And and mm. you know um, ad nauseum. Mm. And um, and that is a fact, an immovable thing mm. that we're conceived out of love, mm. but it's where we're conceived from. Yeah. Why does He love us? Because yeah. it's who He is. It's who He is. Yes. 
So out from love, yes. all of this stuff was expressed. Amen. So the backdrop of the kitchen, for example, it's the central thing. Mm. That backdrop is who God is. Mm. It's only there because it has been birth out yeah. of who he is yeah. otherwise you know god didn't just create us so he could say i love you i love you i love you yeah it's not about that mm. with that we were included in christ at the very beginning you know he mm. selected us in yep. love yeah and who was that what what was that love it was his <laughs> own <him>. life <laughs> it was in christ that mm. we were chosen mm. predestined you know it said you, you will be, yeah. Because I'm conceiving you, I'm imagining you, I'm, I'm creating you. I see you. Every mm. part of who you are is now birthed and mm. produced as a child is birthed and produced out of the parent mm. and from the substance and the life That's of the right. very parent. And so, love towards the thing that then has been birthed and created is a natural result. Yeah. So that's a fact. Yes. But it. We, we've made the gospel about all about us mm. and so left the original source mm. um, and we've forgotten that. Mm. And that the ancient pathways are drawing back now to the yeah. original intention and the original source of all of this. Yeah. And what is all of that created for? Mm. What is now all of that created for? Mm. And that's what we've lost sight of. Yeah, yeah. We've, we've made it so much about us we've forgotten what God ever wanted. Mm. Yeah, and I think that just the whole thing of God is love, God loves us, God loves us, it's kind of like putting it in human terms Mm. in that, you know, like if I say I love you. Yes. Or as the world sees love, it's it's something that I do. Mm. You know, like the thought, the thought in the world has become loves more than a feeling. Yeah. You know, we used to all, when we're, Kids, we all mm. thought love was a feeling. Yeah. You teenager, you grow up and you think love is a feeling. Yeah. When you get a bit older and you, you know, might have a bit more learning and experience, you begin to realize that love is an action, like it's a decision. Mm. You decide in your heart. And, and that sometimes you know, still yeah. isn't seen, <laughs> That's right. really. I mean, but, but God yeah. is beyond that. Yes. Because it's who he is. It's who he is. I can't exactly. say I love you because I am love. No, that's true. <laughs> yeah, but, and such a – but what, what an incredible point that is mm. because God can. Yes, but we can't. and he does. And he does, Yeah, but we can't. We can't. Unfortunately, we can't because we are not love. Wow. You know what I mean? It's, uh, well, you know what you mean because <laughs> you were the one that made the point. <laughs> but, but I but, just thought of it now. Yeah, but the substance, the substance of, you know – uh, being to say, if we are to say, I love you, is really to say, um, only, only God can reflect, can actually substantiate mm. that statement. Mm. Um, and, and his intention is, the eternal intention is that he created a being that was to substantiate the essence mm. of who he is, mm. to 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 make that a visible reality, a yes. tangible reality within the universe, where yes. the extension of the Godhead, the life, the birthing mm. of who he is, the reproduction, 
into a creature and a, cre- and a created being that would be able to uh, now represent and display the very essence of yeah. who he is. Wow. And so God in, in his very nature would be contained within that vessel mm. and in that, in that, in those beings, wow. you know, wow. and that's the amazing thing is that so, you know, when we look back and it's what amazing. you were saying is that we were chosen in him before the foundation of the world and in Ephesians where he was, we were predestined that he selected us. And so therefore, yeah. and he chose us yeah. and those words are very mm. poignant mm. in that particular uh, uh, chapter and those verses mm. you know they are highlighted so uh, that, that yeah, they were we so were selected intentional. so intentional so there intentional. was a we were deterred actually puts it this way we were determined mm. beforehand if you can think there's a, there's a strong mm. emphasis of intentionality and uh, design. Yeah, we yeah. were intended yeah. the way purposed. we are purposed mm-hmm. and predestined in which, his choice. Which just speaks again, it just affirms that that he we were always part of his eternal purpose. Mm. It just comes back again to his eternal purpose is not separate to us. Exactly. It's not an afterthought. We're not the afterthought. God mm. didn't have this purpose and then just went, Oh, how am I going to do this? I'll just make some humans. It's just that intentionality that yeah. that we were purposed yeah. in Christ for this. Yes, for this very reason. Yes, exactly. So, wow. you know, like we've heard said many times over the years, we're no accident. It's amazing. That, that everything that we are, you know, we, we sometimes we live. This accident. is the thing. We live so disconnected sometimes mm. as believers, disconnected from the sense of that there is an intention of God. That intention, yes. if God had a single, and we've said it before, mm. we'll probably continue to say it. <laughs> if God has a single will, a single intention, then we should make it the very drive of our lives mm. to find out what that is. Mm. Not what is the will of God for my life in the sense mm. of how we've broadly painted that before, mm. but, Lord, what did you intend? Mm. Open my eyes to see that. Yeah, that's right, and that you know. that's where we align everything else to that. Yeah. And so that in knowing his purpose, everything about our lives that, mm. that he gives us, control over or whatever, you know, freedom in, our mm. will, we have our will, mm. can then flow out of that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. where I live, yes, where I decide to live, yeah. can flow out of knowing his eternal purpose. Yes, we're following him. Where someone sends their kids to school mm. will flow out of that. Mm. What job I receive mm. will flow out of that. Mm. Who I marry will flow out of that. I'm not marrying mm. anyone else, but who mm. I marry. Oh, thanks, that's good. That's good to know. <laughs> I see now in retrospect flowed out of that. <laughs> But it's and it's not it's not a mechanical thing. It's just I think it's just in the face of Jesus Christ yeah. and and seeing that He is the all in all. Yeah, everything flows out yeah. of that. Again, it, He's He's the splashback. It comes back to that identity everything thing, can, like you were saying yeah, before. Yeah, because what it does is it re-centers us. Yes, in in the reality of why all this is. Yeah, it really, you know. I'm hearing the screech of one of those, 
you know, uh, DJ records going, you know, it sort of stops us in our track <laughs> and we go, oh, hang on a second. All those oh. soundtracks in every movie where there's, where the, um, tires screech, even when they're on dirt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and, it, and it sort of stops us to say, well, okay, um, this really brings me back to the reality of God's design over all things and, and why everything was made. That's what the eternal mm. purpose does, is it, yep. is it draws puts us everything back. everything into perspective. Puts everything into, yeah. into perspective, like we were saying at the very beginning, mm. that, um, like mm. we are no accident, you know. <laughs> we're born of God, as, you know, it says uh, in John's uh, gospel with Nicodemus speaking mm. to Jesus, that we're born of God. Yeah. That we're born of the Spirit, spirit you know. Yeah. And so um, being born from above, we're conceived out from love, and I recall um, something that T. Austin Sparks uh, said once. He brought a, he he highlighted a, a little word that often carries such a a, uh, a tremendous amount of weight, mm. powerful implication, and it's the little word ek, mm. ek, and it, it's a it's a preposition um, or something that joins a noun or a pronoun. Its implication is that that the word itself, Jesus said, I came from God. Mm-hmm. It actually saying that I came out from God, that the the whole uh, initiation, mm-hmm. the whole substance, I don't speak of myself, I speak only the things that the Father says. So mm-hmm. Jesus, I don't speak, I speak out from God. Yeah. So there's this mm-hmm. whole implication that everything that was done by Jesus or, or those in the examples in the scriptures where we see that everything flowed out mm. of from God. Yes. It flowed yeah. out from God, you know. Mm. And um, and so mm. then, then we... It's so different, isn't it? It is. And we begin to then see that, you know, we have all of our plans so and things that we think that the church should do. But the church is a spiritual mm. entity and it has to flow mm. out from God. Anything that's done, Jesus said, I like only do the you. things mm. that I see the Father doing. I only say the things I hear my Father saying. So, mm. And those all of those things that Jesus did or said, they flowed out from God, from God. out from the mm. Father. And that has such a powerful implication for the church and mm. we've so missed that. Yeah. And we've become this powerless church that is fallen into the realm of tradition yeah and and therefore the power has left you know yeah. talking about looking through a lens mm. and if we were to look through the lens of the following scripture i see our spiritual conception okay conception. the psalms uh, psalm 139 it mm. says you formed my inward parts you wove me in my mother's womb i'll give thanks to you for i'm fearfully and wonderfully made Wonderful are your works, and my soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully mm-hmm. wrought in the depths of the earth. Your eyes have seen my uninformed substance, mm-hmm. and in your book were all written these days that were ordained for me, when as yet there was not one of them. Mm-hmm. And the amazing thing is, yeah, we've looked at, you know, the amazing, miraculous work of God in that he formed us and made us yep. naturally. But I see this through new eyes. That, yeah, I did it also just as you was reading yeah, it, seeing us in Christ. In Christ, that we were conceived, Christ. born from yes. God. So we, where it says in John 3 that we were born again, this is, I see this through new eyes in the mm. sense that he, he, 
did all of these things in us. Yes. And Ezekiel 36, it says, I will put in you a new spirit. Our spirit was reconceived mm. in that sense. Mm. It was born again. Yeah. And, uh, and God, in, in us being reconceived or reborn from heaven, is that, um, that he knit us together. He formed us in the inward parts. His his eyes seen saw our unformed substance, and he knew all of the days that were written in his book for us, ordained already. Mm. That he saw mm. all of them, and um, and I'm amazed then to think that our attributes by origin, by God being our very origin, mm. our, our parentage. That word egg that we've come out from. We've come out from God. <laughs> yes, we have been like conceived out, out from, from God. Mother. Exactly. Mm. And so we see that uh, the mm. fact that we originated from God and because we have been born of God, we now carry the inherited attributes yes. of our parentage. Yes, that's and right. that's what the Lord is after. He is ext- because he is love, He that we, are, we carry the same expression like the DNA mm. Of our parents, yeah. you know, you look like your mum, you look like your dad. Mm. You know, there's there's this likeness, this image that we are born into, and we are to carry mm. that image, that very likeness and expression and display. Because we share, we've been conceived in Him, we've we come from Him, we're an expression of Him. We share His Spirit because mm. we're born again mm. of by Spirit. Yes, exactly. And He gave us a new Spirit. He yeah. gave us His Spirit. Yes. So. Where in the natural we say to people, "Oh, you look like your mum, you look like your dad." Yeah. In the in the spirit, we look like God. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> we, right. We express God. It's like it's like when um, you know, when we recently had uh, those awesome saints come over from America, and even though I've chatted chatted with this beautiful sister Shay. Uh, you know, just by email and stuff like that, but never having met her. Mm. But when I met her, I knew her, mm. you know, and even before I met her, mm. just on email or something, I yeah. knew her. Yeah. Because I, I share the same spirit. Mm. So That's when right. when I saw her face to face, it was just like, I've known you all my life. <laughs> That's beautiful. And and that's how it is in mm. in Christ in mm, his exactly. body because yeah, yeah. we share mm. we share his body yes we share his spirit one spirit we share his heart yes one father we share his mind yes we share his life mm. we share his purpose yes his his desires yes which all comes from the father yeah so we recognize one another in the spirit, because we share the same. It's like just when you're reading that Psalm 139, it's almost like we share the womb. <laughs> we've all shared the same womb, yeah, exactly. which has been Christ, because we were formed in Christ. Yes. Wow. And, and and that whole thing, it just it lines up with, um, you know, what Paul said. You know, I think it's in a flip, Philippians. Flip in Philippians. Philippians. It says, um, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of spirit, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being of like mind, mm. having the same love, mm. being of one accord, of one mind. And that's all because we are in Christ and 
Christ is love. Mm. God is love. So we are in love. Mm. Just even coming right back to that very first scripture yes. in 1 John. If if we're in him, we are in love. Yes. That's where we live and breathe and have our being. Mm. It's in him. I'm thinking of uh, where it says in Genesis as well, where it says mm. around chapter 1, it talks about you know how God created everything as kind after its own kind, yeah. whether it be plants or animals. Yeah. Um, when we were conceived in God, we were kind after his own kind. Yeah. That was the intention. Yes. That's yes. the original intention. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the expression of, you know, finding that vessel in which, in which he could extend mm-hmm. the very, his own glory, mm-hmm. his own beauty, person. And, um, so, so yeah. So we're, mm-hmm. we were saying before, you know, uh, our origin determines who we become. Mm-hmm. You can see in First John 4, chapter 19, it says, we love because he first loved us. Yes. But the fact is, the only reason we love is because we he came from love. Yeah. It's so, the only reason we love, because he first loved us. Yeah. We are then able to love, and that's literally mm-hmm. what the verse is saying. Mm-hmm. It it's, puts it around the other way. But, mm, there's but, so uh, much to this, isn't there? There is. It's, there's a huge amount. Well, it looks like there's so much to talk about in this topic that we might have to pick it up again another time. Oh, well, that's a shame, isn't it? Yeah, you can't shut me up. Ciao for now. Well, See you later. Thanks, everybody. And once again, we'll catch you next time. See you then. Bye. Bye.